0: with as long as we've been talking about this issue and as many people farm workers and farmers that stand to get hurt very badly it's pretty disappointing to see that our state lawmakers have not yet acted or moved forward on dealing with this issue welcome back to the farming program farming show, whatever we call it, here on KGMI, I'm Dylan Honkoop with Save Family Farming glad you're here with us on a chilly Saturday morning and yes, I'm talking about this issue of um, farmers being forced, being penalized Uh, for having followed the law it's related to this overtime issue but it isn't directly about overtime and yes overtime is a challenge for farming here in washington state it started in in the dairy community but really across the board farmers family farming across washington state is is bracing for this trying to figure out what to do it could have been dealt with in in you know such so much better uh, way than it has been but the big thing right now is beyond that and it's this idea that if the state changes a law or courts change their interpretation of the law which is what happened in this case on overtime that somehow even those who were following the law as it was written as the courts understood it for 60 years may have to go back and pay and be penalized for the past three years, maxing out the statute of, statute of limitations um, to pay, give payouts that would not really benefit workers much at all because attorneys, surprise, surprise, would take up most of the money um, that would be generated from these. But that same amount of money would take farms that are already on the brink Could take them into bankruptcy, could shutter a lot of family farms in Washington State. Joining us right now, Francisca Vandermulen with Top and 12 Dairy back in eastern Washington, back in the Sunnyside area. Um, Francisca, you guys have been looking at what this would mean for your farm. You spoke out a couple of weeks ago uh, on a a state uh, Senate Labor Committee hearing on on this issue and on a bill that would say, hey, you know, this is unfair. Maybe we shouldn't do this and would block this super unfair thing from happening. Explain what you guys are are, are talking about right now and, and what you want to see the legislature do about it.
1: Well, we'd love to see the legislator um, say that they can't go back three years retroactively because that's going to cost us an astronomical amount of money. Uh, that would that would be ideal. Um, and um, going forward, it, you know, we don't we're not opposed to, to paying our employees overtime, but it's just the three years retroactively what that could cost for us.
0: Yeah. Well, and you say, well, we just you know we don't want it to cost us that much money, but that amount of money could be life changing for you folks right of what the what this could cost if, it, if this isn't stopped
1: oh yes it could it could put us out of out of business and not only put us out of business but our employees are not going to have a job anymore and right now with the way times are it's really hard to find a job yeah for these guys
0: One, especially i mean there are i think close to 30 different lawsuits now trying to get this back pay from dairies back pay from from folks who were following the law all along as we're talking about here um so it's not like just you would go out of the out of business you know and if that's your you know you have employees that's their skill set that's what they like to do they like farming they like working on a a dairy or something you know what dairy are they going to go to to get a job they're going to be out of luck
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. So it, it won't just put us out of business. It'll put everybody else out. And uh, I was informed today that there's 35 lawsuits now.
0: 35 now.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's not going to stop like, with just those. There's going to be more.
0: Every day or every couple of days, there's more and more and more of these lawsuits from these lawyers uh, from Tacoma and from as far away as Los Angeles. From what I understand, different law firms that are, are you know trying to put together class action lawsuits It's it's a money grab on their part. I just don't see it any other way, especially when you know after all of the attorneys' fees and all the money that the lawyers will make, and they'll make millions on this. The workers will get a pittance. And mm-hmm. then they'll lose their job. So what good? Yep. Even, even if the lawyer, or even if the workers got more than a pittance, what good is that if you lose your job? If they don't
1: have a, yeah, they won't have a job. and And if there's no other farms to go to because everybody else is out of business, where where are they going to look for a job? And it's not just going to put, farms out of business it's going to put the businesses that we support like the dairy service companies and the people that we buy supplies from it's going to put them out of business because they're not going to have products to sell to the farmers that aren't in business anymore
0: it could devastate entire communities across the state and particularly Mm -hmm. there in eastern washington
1: yeah well and and where who's going to produce the food to feed everybody
0: yeah and we want. And every, it's such a buzzword, you know, eat local and we want our food to be produced as close to home as possible. Yet from a policy perspective and a legal perspective, this state is pushing the production of our food farther and farther away. And we see that even in the numbers of how much of our food is now imported from overseas. Um, yep. Again, talking with Francisca and Top and 12 Dairy back in Eastern Washington, uh, Francisca, give us the, the backstory of, of your family and um, coming here to the U.S. To, to farm. I think that's a big part of the story as well.
1: Yeah. So my family, um, we immigrated in 1981 and um, came here with five suitcases. And my dad knew he had a job and wow. that was it.
0: From the Netherlands.
1: Yep. And then in 1983, he had the opportunity to go into partnership with a dairy farmer here in Yakima Valley, and we've been here ever since.
0: Wow! And this kind of thing, this situation, could undo all of what he's built, and you guys, yep. as a family, have built. Yep. What What are you guys talking about as a family around this right now?
1: Well, farming's not fun anymore. Um, there's oh. just so many rules and regulations that you get hit from every different angle, and you know it's pretty difficult to just. Pack up and move to a different state. I mean, we haven't even really talked about that because it's it's not that easy, you know. You don't just pack your bags and and move on. I mean, you've got your employees here, and you've got you know we, we've got our whole family here, and um, yeah, you, you don't cows don't move that easy, you know. You have to rebuild, and and it, that's that's very cost costly as well. And not only that, but if it starts here in Washington, what's to say it's not going to move on to the next state and then you're going to be hit with it again?
0: It's a scary prospect and you start thinking, you know, why are we doing this? You know, mm-hmm. which is which is a shame. If we if we really believe in eating local, if we really believe in family farming here in Washington, we need to put our money where our mouth is, so to speak. And and I'm saying that directed particularly to our state leaders. I mean, w- yep. are they going to put their money where their mouth is when they sit? you know, they say things about farming, family farming, and about local food and all this stuff, climate change, even all of these things. <laughs>
1: well, and it, it doesn't just affect the dairy farms. I mean, it, apples, Washington State's number one in apples in the nation. And if you take Wipe out all the apples. Where is everybody gonna get their apples from? I mean, we can't just expect to get everything from overseas. That's not gonna work.
0: Yeah, and sadly, like I said already, how much are you gonna pay for
1: an apple? (laughs) Yeah,
0: and it's already happening. You know, I think it's somewhere close to fifty percent of the fruit that we eat in this country is imported. Yep what what's your role on the dairy by the way what do you so
1: i I run the office so our okay. our our business we're fairly large and but it's still family owned mm-hmm. and operated but each of us family members runs a different um area in the business and so my jurisdiction so to say so to speak is the <laughs> office i mean i still have a say in everything we our family actually, we meet together every day for lunch, mm. and we discuss business and and what's happening in the industry and what's happening out on the uh, out the field, and and so that that that's our opportunity to meet together and make decisions together, and um and then we take it out to our different areas and so. But uh, I run the office and um, take care of all the the accounting and the payroll and all that jazz. The They call me the CFO, so to
0: speak. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's, you know farming is that way you know family farming your family uh it is a farm and sometimes you may still have to get your hands dirty but it is also a business and you got to keep your books in order and your rules in order and take care of your employees and all that kind of stuff so it's this kind of dance between old school farming which there's certainly an element still of that but then also of business um Mm -hmm. and and i don't think that should be ignored either you know i think some people view that as well then it's too big it should just be a mom and pop with the red barn but really you guys have to be that organized to be able to survive to be able to follow all of the rules that, yep. that are out there now and 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 so many other things it's it's a necessity of our current time yes it is talk about the experience of speaking to the Senate labor committee a couple of weeks ago what what was your message there and what was that like
1: well, I had hoped not to get to so emotional. <laughs> yeah, but um, th- this does it hits very emotionally, and um, it could affect our whole future.
0: I can already and- hear it in your voice. I mean, for people who think this is just, wow, this is just business, and you know, you're just trying to save money, and you just don't want to pay people what they deserve. <laughs> they they need to listen to somebody like you and they need to listen to testimony like you gave in that hearing to realize this isn't a joke this isn't just a play that your business is making this is your life
1: well yeah and i we want this business to be there for the next generation i mean seeing my son grow up on the farm that's all he wants to do mm-hmm.
0: and you're in and, that terrible position of what what do you tell him
1: yeah is you know, you want to tell him. Are you sure you want to do this? You know, but he doesn't. You know, he's still young and he doesn't see all the all that. Yeah. But you kind of want to be like, well, maybe you should just choose something else. But yeah. it's in their blood, and you can't take that away.
0: Yeah. What do you think's going to happen? Is he going to be able to do it? Is there a future for family farming here in Washington?
1: I hope so. I, I really hope the legislators can see that they have to do something because the problem is these lawsuits are not going to stop if they don't do something that something has to be done because these lawyers are still going to keep advertising on the radio and advertising on Facebook saying, Oh, Hey, look, we can make you some quick money. All you got to do is file a lawsuit. Here's, here's the door. And there's, there's people that are going to fall for it and, and be like, Oh, I, I, I'd love some, you know, I think I can get some extra money, you know, But in the retrospect, the the lawyers take it all.
0: Yeah. And if you don't really know the whole story, maybe not up to speed on it entirely. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't you take advantage of, you know, a potential payout? Um, And at the same time, put your future as a worker in in jeopardy, too. I mean, what what are you hearing from workers on this? What what are you hearing from your employees?
1: Oh, I'd say 90% of our employees aren't happy. They, you know, we had this discussion today at lunch. We said, hey. If we were to go to our employees and say, who wants to go back to the old days before this lo- these lawsuits happen? I guarantee you 95% of our employees would raise their hand. Really? If not, if not more. They they are not happy and they would love to go back to the old days. But the problem is, is there's no going back now. Yeah. And we have to move forward and we, you know, overtime is not going to go away. And like mm-hmm. I said before, we are not opposed to paying overtime. We are not at all.
0: And again, we're talking with Francisca Vandermeulen with Top and 12 Dairy over in uh, Sunnyside, Washington, over in eastern Washington. This whole thing is so frustrating, um, and just the fact that anyone might, um, as some have, and surprise, surprise, most of them were lawyers, uh, go in front of the the state Senate Labor Committee and say, no, this is this is something that uh, the state needs to go through with, that the, the state needs to allow. Um, people should have to pay huge penalties even though they were following the law. Um, I noticed they tried to make it about workers' dignity or something, which I thought was totally unfair, uh, both to the farm workers and the farmers. Um, and I think there's also an effort to kind of paint this as, well, these are you know super low-paid employees. They're just barely scraping by, minimum wage. That's not true either, is it?
1: No, we pay our um, employees way above minimum wage Um, before this. So when the overtime started, we cut them back because um, we had to compensate for the overtime and we weren't going to pay all those extra hours and overtime at the rates that they were making. So on average, most of our employees were making over $17 an hour.
0: Yeah.
1: But because of the overtime, we have cut them back to compensate for those wages because we're still willing to pay them the 20 hours of overtime so we're letting them work 40 hours a week right. and then 20 hours of overtime just to try to keep their bottom line take home pay at least the same as what they were making before this right. overtime hit.
0: Well, and I'm sure you see that as, you know, sort of de facto CFO there at the operation, you know, there's only so much money to pay for the work that needs to be done. On a farm, on your farm, on any farm, it's not like more money just magically appears. It's not like you farmers are stacking up huge piles of money in the bank and you're just stingy. I'm sure everything is right on the edge, especially with the way the market has been for the past few years.
1: Yep. Yep. Because the market is not as high as it used to be. the the Your your margin is, is it getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So you're going to have to make sure you watch your pennies because otherwise yeah. the dollars... Are not going to be there to compensate for the extra expenses.
0: I've seen a lot of people who have no idea. Obviously, they're on social media and they're saying, "Well, over time, you know, every other industry has had to do it, which isn't true either." Um, But so you're just going to have to do that, and just you know, while milk is going to have to cost more, you can't pass your costs on that way, though. That other businesses and other sectors of the economy can right Ex- no no we don't that.
1: operate we don't operate like Taco Bell where they can charge <laughs> more for their burrito that they're selling out the door to cover their extra expenses we get paid on the market price and the market price is, is set by what happens in the in the stocks and all that and the, yep. and how much is sold and how much is stored and all that kind of jazz and so we have nowhere you know we get paid the price the creamery tells us that we're going to get paid And it's a you know a formulation of the class one two three four, and um, so we can't get extra money from other resources to pay extra for extra expenses.
0: Yeah, I've seen. So we have
1: to watch that margin.
0: I've seen that be explained. There's no mechanism in farming generally with just a very few exceptions where a farmer has any control over the price that they get for what they produce. They have to take the price that's given to them. There's no mechanism to control that. I know some people will take that even farther and well, farmers need to put their foot down and change the system and okay, well that's great. But we have an immediate issue here to deal with and everybody goes out of business because the costs go beyond what they can afford there's going to be no changing the system at all you know it's no. just it, it it's won't not that happen. easy what's we just have 30 seconds left what what do you want to impress upon uh decision makers there in olympia as they're still apparently stewing on this I, i'm like i said at the beginning i'm frustrated to see that this issue has not uh progressed through the process uh hardly at all at this point
1: I, well, I'm frustrated. Yes, that things are not progressing and that they don't see this as an important issue because they need to realize this is going to be a domino effect. It's going to affect not just us as farmers it's going to affect employees. It's going to affect businesses in the communities. It's going to affect communities and they need to make this a priority in um, legislation this year.
0: Francisca Vandermeulen with us here on the program this morning. I'm Dylan Honkoop, and this is The Farming Show. Francisca, thank you for taking the time. She is uh, part of the family uh, that runs Top and 12 Dairy back in eastern Washington. Thank you for being able to to share your personal take on this, and I know it's not easy to talk about. This is a very difficult thing. The best of luck to you. And and I hope that people hearing this uh, speak out as well uh, against this injustice. But thank you for being here this morning.
1: Yep. Thank you for having me.